0: This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist Soul Radio, The Voice of Hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. On today's Bible Slot, we'll be having Brother Steve Rundu to talk about God's providence and the ability to create wealth. The health segment will be brought to us by Ms. and today. She will talk about excessive salt intake. As usual, you have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let's listen to a song Crown Him with Many Crowns by Nathaniel Nyagol. hope that you have liked that song by Nathaniel Nyagol. Let us now give room to Msavu Teshi with the health segment. Stay tuned.
1: Hello, listener. Welcome to our program, Health Nuggets. I am your presenter, Musavi Muteshi. We will be looking at the use of excessive salt intake. Salt is a natural compound found in seawater. It is also mined from massive deposits underground. It is essential for the survival of all animal life on the planet, yet you may have heard that it can cause serious damaging effects to your health. I would like to talk about salt today and about its true effects on our long-term health. Salt is made up of two elements, sodium, an element involved in the electrical currents that pulse through our nerves and chloride, a part of the acid that is essential for digestion. Salt has been considered a valuable commodity throughout human history, being the best-known food preservative for many thousands of years, especially for meat. Even though it has not been required to preserve food for the past hundred years or so, because of canning and artificial refrigeration, our consumption of salt continues to dramatically increase because of changes in our diet, and scientists are becoming more aware of the health risks that taking in too much salt can carry. They now estimate that worldwide, excess salt intake is one of the leading risks to human health. Some scientists have argued that more studies still need to be done to verify the true long-term health benefits of lowering salt intake, but multiple studies have already shown that lowering our salt intake affects our health in positive ways. As an example, lowering our salt intake for as little as four weeks significantly lowers our blood pressure. The lower the salt intake, the lower the blood pressure. These studies support other evidence suggesting that even a modest reduction in salt intake can significantly reduce our risk of developing stroke, heart attacks and heart failure as we age. How exactly does salt affect our bodies? It has a direct effect on the amount of water that our body retains. Because sodium is important to our body, our kidneys want to keep it. The walls of the blood vessels in our kidneys are leaky and the liquid part of the blood, including the salt, oozes out. Kidney cells have the ability to pump sodium back into the bloodstream. And water passively follows the sodium. If we have put too much salt into our body, our kidneys will reabsorb excess amounts of both sodium and water. Too much water will cause our blood pressure to rise and complications will develop. In the short term, the abnormal sodium levels can lead to muscle cramps, dizziness, nerve problems such as seizures and even death. The excess water can lead to swelling of our legs, ankles and abdomen. The long-term health effects include the development of high blood pressure and a large increase in our risk of heart attacks and stroke. Additionally, there can be enlargement of the left side of our heart, increasing the likelihood of our developing fatal heart failure. Excessive salt intake also leads to our inability to absorb calcium, leading to a loss of bone mass, dramatically increasing our risk for broken bones, and it can cause a worsening of any kidney disease we may have. Societies in which salt intake is high have higher rates of both stomach ulcers and cancers of the stomach. Meanwhile, lowering salt intake in a society has been found to lower blood pressures, reduce the number of strokes, the number of heart attacks and the number of people who develop heart failure. Just how much salt intake is the right amount for us to consume? Adults need about one quarter of a teaspoon of salt every day. That's about two milliliters and they should not take in more than about one teaspoon of salt a day. The predominantly vegetarian diet that our ancestors ate was low in salt. Unfortunately, The average American now eats five or more teaspoons of salt every day. That's 20 times as much as their body needs. And people in some societies eat even more salt in their diet than do the American's. Large amounts of salt are hidden in the processed and fast foods we eat today, in the smoked, cured and canned foods and inconvenienced foods. In fact, 75% of the average person's salt intake is from these processed foods alone. They need to be avoided. Major national and international health organizations, along with many governments around the world, have called for reductions in the consumption of salt. You can reduce your salt intake by carefully selecting the food you eat and through the use of salt substitutes. The general guidelines for reducing the amount of salt you ingest include choosing foods which are labelled as low-sodium or as low-salt. Removing the salt shaker from the table helps. It allows you to use spices, herbs, vinegar and pepper to season foods instead of salt. Eating more home-cooked meals is helpful as you can pay close attention to the amount of salt you add to the foods you prepare. Some important facts to be aware of when cooking food are that using sea salt does not change the amount you can safely consume. Sea salt has the same sodium content as table salt. Also, softened water contains added salt, so avoid using softened water in cooking and drinking. Our concern today has been about the long-term effects of excessive salt intake. It needs to be avoided. It is, however, possible for a person to lose too much salt and water in the short term through such activities as strenuous physical exercise or living in excessive heat without replenishing the salt and water lost through sweating. We cannot only be concerned about limiting salt intake. Maintaining a proper balance is what is important. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you so much for being with us Remember to send us your views, comments or questions about the show By writing to the producer Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 42276, 76 100 Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.advantage.org. I'll be back after this track, Lo, What a Glorious Sight, by Nathaniel Nago.
2: Oh, what a glorious sight! Happy.
0: spiritual fast. Please stay tuned till the end.
3: God's providence and the ability to create wealth. Our key text today comes from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 reading from verse 18 to verses 20. And I will read. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers, as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods, and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. The message couldn't be clearer or more needed than it is. God and God alone gives us the power to produce wealth. Even when our finances fluctuate between the extremes of our affluence and poverty, we are called to unwavering trust and humility. It shall come as no surprise that God is positive and even enthusiastic about the good goodness of industry and wealth creation. These things are good because they come from His generous hand. Problems with money come when we allow ourselves to forget its source, when we then are driven to look to false wellsprings of provisional and security, the foundations of adultery. Theologian and Pastor John Wellsy calls us to consider that when the possessor of heaven and earth brought you into being and placed you in this world, he placed you here not as a proprietor but as a steward as such as entrusted you for a season with goods and various kinds but the sole property of these still rests in him nor can they ever be alienated from him as yourself i not your own but his such is likewise all that you enjoy such is your soul and your body not your own but god's and so in your substance in particular and he has told you in the most clearer and express turn how you are to employ it for him in such a manner that it may be all holy, sacrifice acceptable through Jesus Christ. When we are responsible stewards, says evangelical theologian Wayne Garden, whether taking care of our toys at the age of four or managing the entire factory at the age of 40, if we do this work as unto the Lord, God looks at our imitation of his sovereignty and his other attributes and he is pleased. In this way, we are his image bearers. People who are like God and who represent God on earth are we. Gradem also notes that money provides many opportunities to glorify God. Through investing and expanding our stewardship and thus imitating God's sovereignty and wisdom, through meeting our own needs and thus imitating God's independence, through giving to others and thus imitating God's mercy and love, or through giving to the church and to evangelism and thus bringing others into the kingdom. Speaking of the all-encompassing nature of God's promises and their attendant blessings, author and stewardship trainers Dave Sutherland and Kirk Norrie expand to us the category of wealth, asserting that God's promise is limitless. He is able to make all grace abound toward us. His grace is relevant in all things and at all times. He will provide all that we need. He will enable us to abound in every good work. There is no reason under any circumstances for us believers to ever feel spiritually limited. How do you view your own job and career? How often do you see? it is an opportunity for stewarding what is God's how can you avoid viewing wealth as security how do you feel when your job is not secure or you are unable to make ends meet how are you still rewarding stewarding God's resources we are called upon as Christians to be God's stewards to be God's image here on earth God is a good God and his a good manager. Therefore, if we are to be his image here on earth, let us be good managers too. If you are given any duty, a friend of mine says that if you are given the duty of washing utensils, let us wash utensils as if we were the best utensil washers in the world. Let us pray about this, believing that God provides for us the ability to create wealth and therefore that ability that he has given unto us, we shall use it for his means. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lord, we thank you for the ability that you have given unto us, your children, the ability to create wealth. Thank you for providing for us all that we need in this. For Lord, you are God who provides everything. Father, we believe that you own everything, and therefore, Lord, we ask you to to show us how to steward your job and our careers. We have prayed all these things, trusting and believing in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: for making Adventist All Radio your favorite station. It has been great and I hope through the mercies of God you'll join me next time. Don't forget to send us your thoughts concerning this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 4276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a presenter, Samuel Magen. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed.
2: E Amém